Welcome to episode 582 of the show. Today we're going to look at what to do if the potential customer or client says no. And that's because in the previous episodes, we have gone over how, uh, how if you're tech savvy, it can help with different parts of the sales process. Uh, the first part, prospecting, is where we're looking for people to talk to who might be interested in our product or service. How we go about starting conversations with potential customers, uh, finding out what their needs are, their wants, and discovering if our product or service can indeed be helpful to them. So we've gone over, in uh, episodes prior to 582, we've gone over how being tech savvy or digital savvy can help with those parts of the sales process. And then we capped it off, uh, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before. That would be either episode 581 or 580 on how we should include a call to action in our communications with potential customers. Yeah, I think that was episode um, 580. And then in 581, we now went over what a CTA is. And that is a call to action, which is basically the ask, the feedback, the request, or the further action that you'd like the potential customer to take. Uh, it's a mistake that a lot of people make because you just pass across a communication without a clear agenda, or without a clear sense of what you want the customer to do. And because of that, they do nothing. And that is what brings us up till today, which is what to do if the potential customer or client says uh, no. Because if you're brave enough to include a call to action, which if you have, um, if you've made the presentation, then the, the call to action after that should be to try and uh, get the business to ask for the deposit or to ask for the next step in moving the transaction forward. So what to do if the customer says no. Now, this is something that we ought to uh, tackle today because um, it's a viable option. It's not every single time that you ask for the sale that the customer is going to say yes. In fact, if I was to make a random guess, for most people, most business, uh, most um, businesses, most contexts, you find that if you ask 10 people for the deal, maybe two or three might say yes. And the goal of uh, business development is to try and see how we can increase our odds over time so that every single time we ask, we go from two yeses to three, from three to four, from four to five. But rest assured, it's never going to be 10. Because if you ask 10 people for the deal and 10 people say yes, then it means that you are too cheap. You need to raise your uh, prices because the value that you're delivering is so absolutely awesome that people would do uh, anything to be in business with you. So unfortunately, people think 10 over 10 is good, but when it comes to sales and business, 10 over 10 is bad. If you're asking 10 people um, for their business and 10 of them say yes, then actually there's a problem there with your uh, pricing, with your value. Uh, people are walking away um, with a steal, so you have to review. So the goal is never to get to um, 10 over 10. What's the adequate mix? Well, that will depend on the industry, uh, the context. And so that's something that we're going to determine in future episodes. And for those of you who um, are going to have coaching conversations with, it's something that we're going to address um, on a case-by-case um, basis. Uh, so where was I? Okay, yes. So what to do if the potential customer um, says uh, no? So if we, uh, if we make a presentation, then the reasonable call to action is to ask for the sale. So that's the part of the conversation where the architect, uh, following our old example from um, uh, yesterday's episode, this is where the architect is going to look Mrs. Ogedengwe squarely in the face and say, 
okay, Ms. Ogedengbe, we've agreed that uh, this and this and this works and that this elevation flows well into this and that. So if there's no other problem, Ms. Ogedengbe, the next step is for you to pay a deposit of 2.5 million so I can engage the draftman and we can clear the land and we can start mapping out the site where the building is going to be for the poultry. So... Uh, yeah, I know that sounds kind of long-winded, winded, but you, you, um, I trust that you guys get the point. You have reached that part in the conversation where you have to tell the client, okay, Madam Ogedingbe, if there's no problem, the next step is you need to deposit 2.5 so that we can do X, Y, Z to move everything forward. So uh, that is a reasonable um, call to action to, to make, to ask for the sale. Now, a lot of people are afraid in this situation because if you ask Madame Ogedingbe and Madame Ogedingbe says, no, you have spent two months trying to build this relationship. Uh, you have spent two weeks drawing the floor plans. Um, let's say, what else? You have invested a lot. So you're kind of scared that you don't want to ask Madame Ogedingbe uh, for the deal. And then she says, no. And then it just feels like you've wasted um, two months of your life. So because of that fear, that's the reason why most business people are okay with hearing things like, let me think about it, let me get back to you. So that's why the average architect is going to um, you know, make those floor plans, have these conversations. Uh, again, forgive me, architects who are listening, I don't know how your business works, but I'm just freestyling here. So um, where was I? Okay, yeah, so you, that's the reason why most people would uh, be okay with uh, leaving the elevation plan, the floor plan, the all of that with Mrs. Ogeningbe. And then she says, let me think about it. Let me get back to you later. Let me discuss with my husband, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. All that's, all those sorts of things. Uh, so it's because people are afraid of hearing no. Now, is this such a bad thing when a customer says no? The answer to the question itself is no, because it's actually is a good thing when the customer says no. If you ask for the sale and the customer says no, then it means that we have missed something from an earlier part of the sales process. Let me repeat. If the customer says no, it actually is a good thing. Because when they say no, it means that we have missed something that should have gone on right earlier in the sales process. Now, if this is the case, that we missed something when we were having the conversation with Miss uh, Ogidingbe over building her poultry farm or the factory or whatever, then we are better off hearing about it now rather than in three weeks down the line or three months down the line, she now calls you up and she says, I'm sorry, but we decided to go with someone else. Oh, I'm sorry, my husband said this, my boss said this, my wife said this, my colleague said this, my sister said this. They decided we should go in another direction, blah, 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 and all the usual excuses that we're used to hearing. If we have missed something, you're better off hearing about it now than three weeks later or three months later. And this is why. If you hear no now, then you have time to come up with another course of action. You have time to try and diagnose the deal, to try and have a conversation with Ms. Okenengbe and try and figure out exactly what it is that went wrong. Because the chances are, if you have made the presentation at this meeting right now, and you asked for the sale right now, if she tells you no right now, the chances are she hasn't committed to someone else to build the factory or to build the poultry. So if you hear no now, you can actually start backtracking to try and figure out exactly what it is that you missed or what it is that you did wrong in the sales process. Another thing is this, if you hear no now, you also have time to gracefully dust yourself off and start looking for other potential customers to have a conversation with. 
if you leave the presentation or the elevation with Miss Okelingbe now, and then three weeks later she calls you up and says, my husband said we should go with someone else, or my business partners are much more comfortable with uh, going with Kunle instead of you, and it means you've wasted, you've wasted um, enormous time and opportunity cost that you could have used to invest in other profitable opportunities with your time. So if you, if you heard no today and you didn't want to bother trying to see if you can uh, revive the situation, at least you could have used that time to start looking for other things to do. Other people to talk to, uh, ways to, I don't know, uh, brush up your social media or your website or whatever anything that you think could have um, added much more value or profit to your business rather than calling her today to say madam how are you doing it's me it's your boy tavishima uh, just called to greet you and then you call next week and say madam it's me it's tavishima i just say make i greet you and then you call the week after that and you say madam uh, uh, you know it's been two weeks since our meeting uh, how far and then she now delivers the bad news so that three weeks of I call to greet you, uh, I'm just calling to follow up, uh, how far, madam, we haven't heard from you, uh, you know, the usual stuff that we uh, Nigerian hustlers do. Um, you could have spent that time doing um, other things because the chances are if you're playing this cat and mouse games with Mrs. Ogedengwe, most likely you're playing the same games with three or four other people in your business. And so it's a huge um, suck on your time and there's a lot of opportunity cost. Um, that goes with running your business um, this way. So if a customer saying no today means that we missed out something critical in the sales process yesterday, how do we go about diagnosing that situation? That is going to be the focus of a future episode and that is going to be my own recommended course of action every single time you hear no, especially in the early days of the business. After you've picked up a little bit more experience in your business, you're going to know when a no means uh, this is not worth my time, let me move on and look to something else. But early on, it will be important to try and diagnose what it is that went wrong and what it is that you missed out. Because if you get good at diagnosing what you did wrong and what you missed out, it means that you might have a much more fruitful encounter tomorrow when you are talking to somebody else. So that is my own recommended course of action. And that's going to be the next topic for um, the future episode. Let's see, where are we? We are in episode 582. So that's going to be the focus of episode 583. So um, if Ms. Ogedengbe says no today, because they missed out something critical in the sales process yesterday or the day before. How do we go about diagnosing and how do we go about fixing the situation? So that's what we have to look forward to in the next episode. And until then, thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys on the next uh, episode.